if we do not tell our story, guess what? They'll tell it for us, right? That's right. And if somebody's going to tell our story, Mitch, I think, again, this is what kind of gets me a little, uh, I guess, some goosebumps. I get mad about this, right? Because I don't need people to tell me what I'm doing wrong. And I don't need people to tell me as a producer that you have to do this, right? And I, I'll, I'll make a statement here around a question, and then we can kind of dig into it, right? But uh, the Department of Energy, and we've got a couple calls this afternoon there with with some folks, but um, we've get uh, as producers we get a number assigned to us, a twenty nine point one, right? Twenty nine point one is the average carbon intensity of corn in ethanol production, right? That's 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 the number. Um, what I do today isn't perfect, but I don't do cover crops. I'm I'm pretty optimized on nutrients. I I no till some. But I'm at a 16.2, right? So I'm already 13 points underneath what the national average is for a CI yeah. score. So again, I'll get off my soapbox here, but there's a lot of value in what I do. I'm not perfect, but the Department of Energy just assigning every bushel at 29.1, well, yeah. that's not good. Yeah. It's not good for our biofuel friends. They need to be underneath a certain score, right? So I'll, I'm off my tangent now. I'm off my tangent. But it's a great point, and it's why this is a movement for everybody, not just farmers that are doing no-till and cover crops and stuff. Those are drivers of your score, but every single farmer, even, you know, farms that aren't doing this stuff, they probably have a pretty decent score and anything better than the great default helps out. Yep. You know, it, it helps to a varying extent, but it helps just know your number. If you're going into biofuel, that number is likely to be monetized real quick if you're not going into biofuel, at least you've got a number. You can start the conversation, start talking with your off-taker and making them aware of what the heck's going on here. Yep. Good, 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 um, good conversation. Good question there that kind of built in some other stuff statement-wise. Um, so I'm going to tie into that a little bit. There's there's actually two questions here. It's kind of new, it's two parts. Jason from Kansas, uh, Western Kansas, looks like uh, Dodge City, I think is what that town's close to. Um this gentleman is trying to figure out um, national corn growers. Where are they at on the issue? Now, uh, I'll, I'll let Mitch, I know we've both been in some conversations here, but uh, I hate to pick out on one one particular, but I think there's other associations, including national corn growers that have interest, right? Yeah. Specifically, I don't know if we can talk about the details of what we are talking about, mm -hmm. but they obviously um, are interested in knowing the carbon intensity of what certain states are doing right because there's different programs out there so yeah. let me tie this into that second question practical farmers of iowa they've got a cover crop program they're paying ten dollars an acre this is coming from jackson uh, mississippi and this gentleman's name is david they're paying ten dollars an acre they're partnered with pepsico it looks like a carbon program if a person signs up for that cover are we giving up our ability to score our corn yeah. so good so, question long question yeah um, I'll let you hit it. Lots of stuff there. I mean, corn growers and stuff, like, um, especially like our Iowa corn growers, have had some conversations about carbon intensity with them, with their president. A lot of these groups, you know, they, they haven't made major statements and stuff because we're still waiting for the IRS rules. Okay. I am doing an event though with some folks from the Iowa corn, uh, Iowa corn promotion board here. Uh, just a, a local, uh, farmer group getting together here this week. So some good awareness. Um, and really what they need to end up doing is once the rules come out, they need to make big statements on it. We're, we'll circle back around to the new IRS rules that came out on Friday, but the National Corn Growers did send out a statement about the announcement on Friday that they're in support of the GREET model. They're in support of farmers being part of the low carbon fuel you know, future. Uh, the announcements on Friday were specifically about sustainable aviation fuel, which uh, can be made from ethanol. 
So a big opportunity for corn. And for these commodity groups, it's like, hey, we're just building more markets, right? It's building more markets, domestic markets, energy-driven markets to be able to really fuel American energy independence, um, build up those markets and, you know, avoiding, you know, global turmoil. Uh, real quick, I'm before you jump into the second part of yeah. that, sorry to interrupt you, but I, I think where it becomes is like it, it kind of throws this political stuff out there, right? Where does where does an association go? Where does like PFI go? Where do, like the I, I I'm going to throw something out that I think that it, it's again no matter what affiliation, right? If you're if you're on one side or the other, you know there is there is this is where worlds collide, right? And our ability to be independent, I think, is very unique here, right? So we'll talk about the PepsiCo and the the cover crop and those things, but. Mm-hmm. I think knowing that the the universal language here is farmers taking control, right? Yeah. So we can wait for national corn growers to approve something. We love them. They're great. They're our partners. We could wait for PepsiCo. We could wait for uh, ethanol plants. But again, our I think our collective language is as producers, we control the marketplace if we come together and unite, right, and collaborate. So yeah. maybe now, if you want to hit that that PepsiCo question on you know combining like cover crop programs right. and those things. Yeah, no, like it, it ends up just yeah being that that visibility control and being able to control the rewards, right. And be able to grow these different marketplaces. So um, PepsiCo, um, you know, Indigo, all these different groups have these carbon programs stuff going on. Right. What we don't yet know is, are they going to be stackable with a carbon intensity program, which is also a, it's, it's not a carbon offset program. Um, It's somewhat of a carbon inset program, which basically means, you know, keeping that carbon in the supply chain. Um, but more namely, it's a scope three reduction program. We don't yet know how they're going to be able to stack. But what I worry about some of these different contracts is that they specifically state you can't be in any other outcome or carbon-based program. So carbon intensity might not, you know, be exclusive, but some of these other programs absolutely are all farmers, you need to just read the fine print for what you're signing up for. Know what the contract state. Um, I don't know. I just really worry about a lot of farmers being locked in on contracts and leaving huge potential dollars on the table. But we're still waiting for final rules. So don't be hasty, but review the contracts. Know what you're signed up for. Mitch, I think this is a good uh, like little segue. I'll, I'll hit the questions. But So Mitch and I, neither one of our farms, we've never signed up for a carbon program, a multi-year carbon program, because it does have some attachments that are long-term commitments. So let me let me let me talk about one thing here, Mitch, that we just kind of discovered with one of our friends, our, our Nestle Arva program. Mm-hmm. I, I just high level there. Yeah. You know, people come and approach Mitch and, and and our company to say, hey, we need some help on things from time to time. Being that our producers have data that is is secured and ready to go, right? What an opportunity if you have this data. It's it's a part of a program. It's not our program. But now they're queued up and ready to go. It was a one-year program that was a carbon program. It was a look back. They still can do a carbon intensity. They can still do everything we're doing here for 24, 25, 26. But it's an opportunity for a producer to take their data, get a CI score, know the value, hold it in that digital wallet within yep. continuum, and use that as these opportunities come up. So maybe yeah. talk about that a little bit, and then I'll get to the next question. It just ends up being, you know, I've been working in this space since 2019. I know a lot of these people. We've developed some great relationships. We have a big farmer network. And folks know that we have a big farmer network and a lot of relationships. So we were hit up by this group, um, Arva. They're working with Nestle, looking at a one-year carbon look back inset program. And uh, reading through the fine print, it's like, well, shoot, this is something that I can actually do on my own farm. 
is pretty decent money. It's a one-year look-back kind of program. And uh, in the you know it fit for what I was already doing. And I already had my data put together in my digital wallet, right, of topsoil. And, uh, and a lot of our other farmers already did as well. They were in position. It was a super short-term thing. We, uh, we were able to just connect with a couple of the folks we'd already been working with and off to the races we were. So those opportunities come about and uh, sometimes they happen short-term. That whole deal came together in less than a week and we were able to hammer down on it. So farmers, just uh, the, the lesson from that is have that data organized. It's boundary files. It's management data. It's knowing what you're already signed up for and what you're therefore disqualified from in the future. But being in, in cahoots with folks that uh, are deep into it, and uh, we're glad to be at the tip of that spear. Yeah, I, I'll just one little caveat or a little add-on to that is is what an opportunity, right? So now you don't have to go out and look. You don't have to sift through all the BS that's out in the market. I shouldn't call it BS. All the things that are in the marketplace, all the confusion. You know, with Mitch and I and our team being able to actually kind of go through that and say, ooh, that one's pretty hot. That, that, that might be an opportunity. Help to navigate one one last piece on this actually that ties back to that uh, the non biofuel farmer. There's these kind of opportunities that are going to continue to come about for those non biofuel farmers. These kind of programs are not directly tied to the grain itself, like what we're talking with carbon intensity. With carbon intensity in this biofuel thing, the grain has to physically be sold to the ethanol company, right? With these type of other inset programs and other sustainability programs, the actual physical product doesn't always have to be attached. So it, it provides a new opportunity and uh, being in position to capitalize on that is the critical thing. Yeah, thanks, Mitch. I think that's an important one to talk about, right? Because it I is... Agree. There's some confusion in the marketplace. I think we kind of help, like you said, navigate. I think that's a better word than what I use. There. Um, all right. This one's kind of meaty and it's we're down to our last 10 minutes. So I do want to bring this up because there's been a lot of questions that have been emailed to us. It didn't make our uh, CI's chit chat. Uh, I know this is, you know, it's a broad audience, but the ones that are maybe more personal relationships, there were probably, I, I probably had a couple dozen emails. I'm sure you had twice that on the, the IRS, yeah. um, the, the, the Treasury coming out with the decision to be able to approve the GREET model for SAF. So what I, I'll, I'll, I'll set you up here because I, I know enough to be dangerous, but I know you yeah. got the details here. Yeah. So GREET, again, is the Department of Energy, the, uh, the model that was created to be able to, we use that model, we digest that model to create CI scores. That GREET model is created by the Argonne Labs. Uh, it's always been what Mitch talks about is in flux, right? Like there's a couple other opportunities. Do we plug in different algorithms? What do we what do we use? Greet has been approved for SAF, and this just was announced on I think on the 15th, if I'm reading my yeah, on my Friday yeah. on Friday. And so there's a lot of people. So tying back to National Corn Growers, everybody's kind of excited that that we they've officially <laughs> signed off saying that yes, Greet is the model we're going to use, which is great because now we you know we've got the model set up in our our scoring system, which is topsoil. Um, so Mitch, maybe talk to us about this IRS decision and what, you know, it really means something with that other tax credit, 45 or 40 B, 40 B, yeah. B is in boy, but it's going to help us in 45 Z with our ethanol tax. To credit. me, it's a big indicator, right? It's an indicator of likely what the IRS will do when they make some more announcements about 45 Z. So on Friday or like, you know, earlier last week, I was tipped off that, hey, the IRS is going to have some rules coming out. So we were aware we've got some insight. We knew this was going to happen. But basically what the IRS did on Friday is they said, okay, for 40B, 
which is a 2022 and, or sorry, 2023 and 2024 sustainable aviation fuel tax credit. They said you can either use the Corsia model, which is the global sustainable aviation fuel model, or we're going to update the GREET model. We're going to launch it by March 1, and you can use that to create your claims. And basically what they're after is to be sustainable aviation fuel qualifying for these credits, you have to be 50% the carbon intensity score of normal jet fuel. And then as you go lower from there, you can earn additional dollars all the way up to $1.75. So what, how I interpret this is they're saying, okay, you can use Corsia, which is really not agriculture friendly. Um, the GREET model gives us a lot more flexibility. Um, a lot of way too deep of details I don't want to go into about land use change and things like that is the reason why. But they're saying, okay, this GREET model, it's good, but let's get it updated. We're going to use that for this sustainable aviation fuel tax credit to me. I interpret it as, okay, why would the IRS not also utilize that updated GREEP model for ethanol and biodiesel? Now, they could absolutely screw it up. I wouldn't put it past the government to screw it up, but pretty good indicator that they're saying, all right, for 40B, let's use the GREEP model as one of the accepted models. For 45Z, you know, let's go ahead and, and do the same. So, um, so let me tie on to that. I, I love it. I, I yep. think it's great. It's um, more clarity, right? That's what a lot of people want to hear, right? So yeah. that clarity. So GREET, even though it is today uh, approved in SAF, right? And likely going to be, it shows precedence for 45Z and some of the things we're doing. That's right. Even if it gets approved today, I just want to be very clear with everybody on the line here and who watches this, that GREET model will adjust over time, right? So like this is the Department of Energy. This is the Argonne Labs, very smart engineers that are pulling in all this stuff. So our CI score will move with that GREET model change. So again, think about my 16.2 number. If our algorithm is, is GREET today and it's plugged in, I, I use simple stuff, right, Mitch? You know how That's I work. Great. That's great. So my, my number is 16.2. The, the model is still GREET. It changes a bit, but guess what? My 16.2 could go up or down if they make some adjustments on like irrigation, for example. We were talking to our friends. Um, or if it, you know, like if we start using drones more or if we, if it changes or adjusts, we've seen already one iteration of that. And I think it moved, mine actually moved down a little, but I've seen some others move up and, you know, they're talking about minute, pequeño, uh, right? Little teeny tiny amounts, but there could be some shifts, even if that Greek model gets approved. Maybe talk about that. That's right. We knew that they're going to continue to update the Greek model. This is the second update. Um, or the, you know, they already updated it. A, couple months ago now already or so um a couple weeks ago but now there's another update coming how we built the greet model into our software is that we know that there's going to be updates coming so farmers we've got that data in the digital wallet right we've got the management data and then all we're doing is running a new updated algorithm on it to keep you at the forefront you don't have to re-enter data you don't have to go back through and attempt to figure this all out again we're just going to continuously provide that updated score and make you aware when we do and give those alerts and stuff of like, Hey, there's a new scoring system come out. Here's that updated number. Now you're back, you know, with the latest and greatest. So we knew this was going to happen to me. Um, just being able to utilize the greet models, which huge case. Okay? So we're using a version of the greet model today. I don't anticipate that in three months, three and a half months, it's going to be that earth shattering different. Right. Yeah. Now also I'm in favor of, we need to continue to improve the models. Right, we got to tell our story in, a, in as accurate of a way as possible. So, definitely welcome these uh, updates over time, and uh, we look forward to being able to contribute 
you know, we have got a lot of data. We got a lot of farmers. We got a lot of really innovative farmers as well. Like, hey, let's collaborate and tell our story to the best of the ability that we can. So, yeah. other than that, it's basically, hey, we'll keep waiting for more 45Z announcements. I don't know when that will happen, but this is the place to be able to get the uh, insight on the on the latest coming out of old DC. That's right. Get your CI score. Get in position. Get in line. Right. Get that visibility. That's what we say. That that number one thing is getting visibility. We can do that. As even a look back, right? Some guys are saying, well, I don't know what I'm going to do all for next year, but I know what I did last year. Can I get a CI score? Absolutely. We can get that CI score for you, that grain next year that's sitting in a bin. If there's a market for it, go out and chase it. Um, but I do want to say something that that I, I've had a few different questions that didn't come through the chat, but um, I think a statement around kind of what Mitch and I are doing with our team, it there is a lot of things that are moving and changing, right? So we are technically helping to train the marketplace. We understand there's going to be other competition coming. And and I, I think, listen, Mitch and I are in this market to be able to help producers take control of their data. And, and if we can capture some of that opportunity with producers we work with today, great. We're not looking to own the market share with every farmer coming through our system. But if we can help somebody else create the model and empower our producers to take advantage of that and create extra value, so we are sending money back to our small communities, right? We're, we're able to do those things. Mitch and I have a ton of passion around that. I, I just want to make that statement, right, Mitch? And, and I know you're the CEO of the company. That's kind of yeah. why you created it for yourself. Maybe talk about that a little bit. Yeah, no, I think that's a good point. I mean, shoot, just U.S. corn market is 91 million acres every year, over 15 billion bushels. I would love to be the one that helps to CI score all those all those bushels, you know, all those acres. I've bet on our team a lot, but man, that's a lot of data, a lot of acres. It's going to take a group effort here. That's why we're tag teaming with people. Like we already mentioned Arva, like they're doing this stuff. They're somewhat of competitors in some of this, you know, and we're buddies with them. But the key for us is that our customer and all this is the farmer. A lot of folks, their customer is the ethanol plants. And we got some ability to tag team together. And as these markets grow, as they become more robust, as capitalistic systems can take hold in this, I think it's going to bring value to all of us. And Continuum's going to be able to succeed on that wave. And a lot of farmers are as well. So I welcome it, you know, and, and want to collaborate and want to work with other groups um, because getting these markets up and going and and uh, again, being bullish on the long term, because I think these are going to go beyond biofuels. I think it's going to go beyond tax credits. And this is the way of the future. Documenting farm practices, run environmental outcomes, get that verified. And that story goes with the product throughout the supply chain. It's a scope three reduction at scale. All right, Mitch, we went in the weeds on this holiday edition, which is good. I think this is, I think this is our fifth or sixth edition. We'll probably yeah. name this in January. We'll come back again in January with some, some deeper dives. But since we went so deep, let's maybe come back to the top of it. Um, the question it still ties back into our our, uh, uh, our Oklahoma State kid question, um, the university kid. But um, what does my CI score get me, right? So I think it kind of ties back to the value. So um, I, you you touched on it on the end. I'll let you kind of firm things up, and then we'll we'll uh, we'll call this our last question for the day. So what does my five hundred dollars CI score get me, right? So visibility. So the three things we talk about: visibility, control, and rewards. What we're talking about is just visibility, right? Yeah. Visibility. What are you doing today? What of that goes into that CI score? How valuable that could be based off of what you're doing is what you get. There's a certificate that's nice. You can take that certificate, print it out. It'll show the national average of 29.1. It'll show your score versus that. You can go out and market those bushels. 
Um, now I do want to talk about something, Mitch, and, and this is where I'm going to let you bring it home. So that's what the that's the value, or that's what you get for the score. What happens if I don't like my score? Yeah. Right? What happens if my score is too high and I want to lower it? Maybe yeah. talk about that. Getting that score, it's a 12 to 15 minute process, and like you don't have to be super computer you know literate to be able to do it. Even and if you want some help, we've got a massively growing team. We're happy to help you to work through that and get your score. 15 minutes, less than 15 minutes and a couple hundred bucks or, and you can get discounts. We've got different codes out there from the billion bushel teams. Um, you can get that score. Yeah. If you don't like your score, we still have our regen roadmap, which is one of our traditional um, consulting services that we offer. We can provide you recommendations and consulting services to help implement these regenerative practices that are going to lower that score or just some of these systems that are going to help to optimize that score. And for free, uh, included in that CI score unlock is our toggle system in there. It's our CI calculator tool. You can play with your practices, see what's the low hanging fruit for your specific farm. And then if you want help in implementing those practices, we're here to help you out. And we work with your local agronomist and uh, cheap. If you're doing CI certification, the regen yeah. roadmap is only an extra $3 an acre. So that calculator um, is amazing though, right? So yeah, that, the calculator is the real deal. Visibility, um, right? So so if it's maybe I'm at a 16 and I am a 16.2, as soon as I use that toggle or that calculator, if I just clicked uh, cover crops on it, I, I can't remember the exact number, but it went to net neutral, right? So it went from a 16.2 down to like a negative two. That's so awesome. just a cover crop, what it did on my operation. So it's crazy. It's I such a huge driver, but it shows the low hanging fruit, right? It shows like, it's kind of, I think of a lot of this stuff as human health. You're getting on the scales for the first time and you're getting kind of your, your number for the first time, right? And then we're showing you, hey, here's what you could do to do better. And if yep. you want help implementing, we can help you out. Hey, look at this. It's 8.15. I told you I'd keep us right on time. We nailed it. Perfect. Uh, thank you for your questions. Listen, this is going to wrap up the holiday edition before before Santa Claus comes, right? Yeah, yeah. We're going to pick this back up again in January. Uh, if Diane, I'll send a note out to y'all. Uh, but I'm sure, uh, keep keep those questions coming over the holidays. I'm sure if you're talking to family and friends uh, and you want to know more about it, certainly check us out online. Um, if you go to continuum.ag or topsoil.ag is where you can get that CI score. My last plug for the Billion Bushel Challenge, that, that's the buzz, right? We didn't even really talk about that, but check out billionbushel.com. That'll get you where access to where the teams are, how you join those teams, and how you can, once you get that score, you can start talking trash and say, hey, how, how good we are here in Nebraska versus Iowa and all those good things. So, Mitch, I'll give you the last words. Nah, uh, awesome stuff. The, the biggest thing here is this is moving real fast, folks. Like, <laughs> this train is cruising. So, uh, you're in the right spot, though. We'd love to be able to help out. And, and uh, that's why we're doing these chit chats face to camera trying to create awareness and grow the pie. That's what we're after here. So glad to have you on board. Thanks, Chad. See you, everyone. Have a good holiday. Bye. Merry Christmas.